Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we get there, Travis. Yes. Hi. Hi there. How's your week been going, man? (laughs) Oh, it's been, it's been good. Yeah. You know, just same old, same old. Any, uh, any developments in the, uh, vehicle saga? (laughs) Um, well, it turns out I had to put the car into my name, so I had to go to the DMV. Uh, I'm just waiting to go to, for that to be sent back to me, and then I can send it, and then I can finally go get a new car. So, uh. It's almost done. I keep saying that, but I swear it's almost done. We're in the home stretch. So what you're saying is behind door number one is a brand new car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Did I have any chance? Did I? Yeah, I did watch some things. Yeah. I watched on Hulu. There's a show that I wanted to watch, uh, and I finished the whole series. Well, it's one season. It's called The Act. Don't know if I've heard of that one. It is. It stars Patricia Arquette. Hmm. Um, and I can't remember who plays the girl in the in the show, but it's basically about this mom who is keeping her kid isolated and pretending like she's sick. Okay. And her and her discovering it and fighting back. And it's based off of a true story because there was a murder involved. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, uh, it, I think it was like two or three years old or something. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, it, it does say 2019. Okay. Uh, Joey King as Gypsy Rose. That's it. Yep. She and did a really good job. And Patricia Arquette, she knocks it out of the park as gotcha, the mom. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So it looks like... She actually was in, uh, sorry, uh, Joey King was actually in, mm-hmm. it said The Conjuring. She might have been one of the younger girls. Christine. Yeah, yep. Okay, okay. So uh, that, that so was, was really good, good. It was very good. I highly recommend it. It's a bit of a, it's just a weird, like, weird show to watch just because of the content in it. You have to be in in, in the right mindset for it. So, would it be, I guess, kind of reminiscent of a very much um, more drama slash real life inspired uh, mm-hmm. Bubble Boy? Ooh, uh, or not really? Am I am I way off base on that one? N- no, I'm. I mean, not to that extent. She basically kept her daughter wheelchair ridden, like she had cancer and all all this epilepsy stuff Mm. and uh uh, and uh, she just kept her like that because she didn't want her to grow up Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. she's just stuck there and uh, the whole time you're thinking that she can that she can't walk and then at one time like in the first episode she takes a step out out of her wheelchair and you're like what the heck wow yeah it's just crazy but yeah, it's very good. I do recommend it. Um, I, actually, everything I watched this weekend was on net, or it was on Hulu. So well, if I, you want to watch the documentary of the actual thing, it's on HBO Max. Called is it really? Mommy Dead and Dearest. Oh, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah awesome i will have to check that out um let's see the other thing i watched was buddy games okay which is directed by josh dumel oh right and also stars josh dumel and doesn't it it also star um why can't i think of his name oh man it's got nick swartzen yes um it's got uh dax shepherd dax shepherd it got olivia munn yep uh Matt Dillon's brother. <laughs> Kevin Dillon. <laughs> Kevin Dillon, thank you. 
Um, there's other people. Oh, who else? Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough. Yep. Uh, one second here. Ah, uh, Stephen Farrelly. Yep, that's it. Okay. Also known as uh, Seamus. Yep. From WWE. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. I for- okay. Yeah, I I forgot that he was in there, but yeah. Oh, it Jensen was- Ackles. Yep. He makes an appearance. Okay. Okay. It was really funny. I highly recommend it. It is uh, about these, like this group of friends that there's a situation that happens that I can't talk about on the podcast, but everybody, like they all got together for years and they were playing these games and everybody loved it and everything. And then uh, something happens and they all kind of break apart and do their separate things. And then they get together for one last weekend after uh, one of them goes into the mental hospital and uh, chaos ensues. And this was the one that was going to have the premiere here, right? It was, yeah. And then everything kind of happened. Yep. And then the pandemic happened. Well, no, it was later in the summer because I believe it was going to happen around July or August. Well, I think like everything like... (sighs) Because then it, it looked like it was down. starting. Yeah, it was looked like it was starting to open again, and then everything shut down. Like exactly, the weekend yep. before, or something like that. Yep. Okay. Okay. It's got some sick humor to it. Um, it's got a lot of heart. I would recommend it. And then the last thing I watched was The Lodge. The Lodge. Which is a horror movie. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't even classify it as horror. It's more of a psychological thriller. Oh, I know. This is the one. Yeah, we talked about this one. We did, yeah. Where it's the the stepmom that like gets like trapped in the house with the stepkids. Yes, they do. And then like some freaky stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. The whole movie is then based in this in, in the lodge. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, they all of a sudden discover one morning that everything is stolen out out of the house they have nothing no food or anything the father of the kids and the boyfriend i guess of the what of the new girl uh he's gone to work they don't have anything and they are fighting to survive like the elements because there's a blizzard going on outside and Mm -hmm. freaky stuff starts happening huh and it is a total it uh it it does such a good job of it like it's not a scary movie at all but it keeps you in suspense the whole time and you're just at the edge of your seat waiting to see what happens next gotcha gotcha okay without giving too much away (laughs) but yeah that was my weekend (laughs) very nice yeah how about you Hmm. did you watch anything uh no uh I spent a lot of my time sleeping. Gotcha. Not gonna okay. lie, there there was a lot of sleeping going on. Hey, sleeping is fine. Yeah, gotta catch up on sleep somehow, right? You get to watch them head movies. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. Well, speaking of horror movies, mm-hmm. uh, the first news thing that we got going on for this week is that The Evil Dead is returning to theaters for its 40th anniversary. Oh, it sure is. Uh, it looks like it's going through that Fathom Events thing again. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's only going to be in certain theaters. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to really watch for it if you want to participate. Uh, but it looks like it is happening on Thursday, October 7th. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to see Evil Dead once again in the theaters, or for the first time in the theaters, might be able to check it out. I know I'm planning on going to it because there's a theater near us that's showing it. So oh, fantastic! It it's my plan. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, well, one thing that I wish I could go to mm-hmm. is the premiere of Matrix Resurrections. That'd be sweet. How amazing would that be? That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks like it's it. As of right now, they're reportedly eyeing uh, San Francisco. On December 18th. Nothing is in stone yet. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what they're looking at, which is four days before it goes into theaters. Because it's going to okay. be in theaters on December 22nd mm-hmm. of this year. Wow. So, uh, let's see here. 
And I mean, it sounds like they're actually possibly still doing some reshoots. I believe it, sure. So, and I mean, it's less than three months away. That is crazy. Wow. Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions came out in 2003. Yes, they did. That's like that's six a months time. apart. That's crazy. Yeah. No, like, it feels like yesterday, but it also feels like so long ago. Oh, I know. Yeah, it feels like it's been ages ago, but really, not that long at all. Not even 20 years. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, jeez. There was something that I was looking at that I think it was... So, just as a heads up for you, mm-hmm. uh, in two days from when we are recording this, so on this Wednesday, September 29th, okay, it will be 25 years since the N64 has been released in North America. Oh my god. <laughs> my little console is almost 25. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I've literally got it sitting right here on my desk, too. <laughs> Jeez, that's awesome. Because <laughs> I've, I've been playing Paper Mario on it. Oh, nice. Yeah. I haven't played that in... Oh, that's a good game. I've been, I was playing it for, uh, you know, when I could for a couple of weeks, and then they announced that they were uh, redoing Paper Mario and putting a bunch of N64 stuff onto the Switch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what a coinkadink. <laughs> I, I was really excited to see that Star Fox, Star Fox 64 is going to be on there. And then they're going to be selling N64 controllers and Sega Genesis controllers compatible with the Switch. Oh, that's awesome. For like 60 bucks each. I mean, th- that's, that's a, expensive. It's a little less awesome. It's, like, it's awesome, but it's just way too expensive. But mm-hmm. controllers usually are, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like th- this is going to be the... Uh, full-sized six-button Sega Genesis controller. <laughs> oh well, old school. Yeah, yeah. And then, just like the one that I've got right here for my N64, the the nice gray mm-hmm. N64 three-pronged controller. Yes, going back from our childhood being very, very feeling very, very long ago, now mm-hmm. to uh. Matrix Resurrections coming out in less than three months here. I am ready. Oh, I am ready too. And so we we have official, official, like official, official com- confirmation that you know obviously Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, mm-hmm. uh, Lambert Wilson as the Merovingian, the Merovingian, <laughs> and then also uh, Daniel Bernhardt as Agent mm-hmm. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all confirmed, and then oh, it's it's been officially officially confirmed that Yahya Abdul Mateen the second mm-hmm. will be playing Morpheus. Ooh, okay. So I don't know how that's gonna go through with not Lawrence Fisher Fishburne being there, but everybody else being there seems kind of weird. Uh, they'll have it figured out, I'm sure. But it. It, it may be weird to us, but I'm sure it'll all work out. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. So, we have we have a movie that we really, really, really want to see uh-huh. with Ma- Matrix Resurrections. Mm-hmm. And we also had a movie announced that I, to, to put it nicely, am on the fence about. There's some of this cast that I can agree with, mm-hmm. and then there's others I cannot. Right. Well, we're talking about the new uh, Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, so Nintendo had uh, a whole summit, or not summit, but convention conference thing, mm-hmm. where they actually announced that there's going to be a new Super Mario Brothers movie. And instead of having Charles Martinet as the voice actor of Mario mm-hmm. in this animated movie, they instead have decided to go with Chris Pratt. Uh huh, and I mean, there there's been there's been some uh, feedback. Okay, to be nice about it, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I 
I don't know. I I am I am having a super difficult time seeing or hearing Chris Pratt as Mario Mario. <laughs> Whereas I can I can definitely hear a lot of this other cast as being good. There are some questionable ones. So we got just running through it here quick. We've got Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, mm-hmm. which love it. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Charlie Day as Luigi. Perfect. I can definitely see it. Jack Black as Bowser. That's the best one. <laughs> see, I love me some Jack Black. Yep. I don't I don't necessarily see him as Bowser. Just like okay. I don't really hear him as Claptrap, but he's going to be Claptrap in the new Borderlands movie. See, I I can take him being Bowser over Claptrap. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah. In, in my opinion, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh just kind of moving on. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Keegan Michael Key as Toad, which is going to be it, it's an it's an interesting choice, but it is nothing. But I'll you know, go with it. Uh, exactly, I'll go with it. Yep. Uh, this 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 next one, uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Yeah, no. And Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Okay. I I don't know, but so apparently they didn't cast him as Mario, but Charles Martinet, again, the voice of Mario for the last 35 years, mm-hmm. barring Bob Hoskins' Mario Mario, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> will he he is not the voice of Mario, but he is gonna have some featured cameos in the movie, whatever that means. Okay. So it it could be, you know, just, oh, they're passing by an arcade and you hear a little bit of Mario's original voice in there. Or it could be characters walking by on the street or characters that they interact with once and then they're done. You know, that kind of cameo, which, I don't know, it kind of feels like a disservice. It does. He deserves to be in that movie as Mario. He does. Mm-hmm. For how much time he's put in and been that character. I mean... right it only makes sense right right so right now this movie is scheduled to hit the theaters in december of 2022 Mm -hmm. Uh, it's being made by illumination so despicable me saying you know all those ones yep uh i just i guess we'll have to see with a with a trailer with the trailer and actually just seeing the movie just to see how it is right right Although, if I hear it's me, Mario, from Chris Pratt, I might just have to um, get up and leave. (laughs) He puts no effort into it at all. Just, hi, I'm Mario. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's me, Mario. (laughs) This is is my brother, Lugie. Oh my god, that hurt my soul. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Lugie. <laughs> what is that, Toad? My princess is in another castle. Oh no! <laughs> and then even the worst one is Donk is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, though. Oh. Mm. I mean, to be fair, when he was cast as Pumbaa, mm-hmm. I had my reservations, but I feel like he actually put effort into his lines mm-hmm. which is more than can be said for some other actors in that movie sure right <sighs> oh sorry i'm just kind of reliving some pain here <laughs> um from the live action lion king yeah yeah i was so excited for it i know you were you i really about- was you talked about it endlessly, and then I your did. heart was broken. It was just ripped right out. It was. Hmm. Although, I do have to say, one other one that put in a lot of effort that kind of surprised me, I mm-hmm. felt like put in a lot of effort, was Beyonce. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. It felt like she was actually trying to act the role, mm-hmm. rather than just sitting there reading lines. Which, again, is, is more than can be said for... Some of the other main actors. I know, I know. 
But it, it's in the past. We just have to look to the future. And we always have the animated Lion King, so we're good there. Exactly, right. So... <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a segue, so going from Mario to Marvel, <laughs> we, uh, apparently, they are in, uh, litigation to try to keep the, the copyright of a lot of the characters. So, there is a, a group of people, basically, uh, family of some of these creators of these characters, mm-hmm. who are looking to, or for copyright termination, uh, and basically that would mean that the ownership goes back to the original writer or the original creators or the estates thereof. Okay, sure. Um, and it looks like uh, Larry Lieber, who worked at Marvel as a writer, filed termination notices over creations in May. Uh, let's see here. So just kind of reading off here, basically mm-hmm. under the termination provisions of copyright law, Authors or their heirs can reclaim rights once granted to publishers after waiting a statutory set period of time. So basically, if somebody, if a writer creates something for a comic, mm-hmm. after a certain amount of time, there is a provision in the copyright law that they can terminate the ownership rights back over to, again, the, the writers or, or the creators or the estates thereof okay but it looks like marvel is kind of fighting it because it includes characters like iron man spider-man doctor strange ant-man hawkeye black widow falcon thor and others mm-hmm. uh honestly it's not looking too good though because well the per- the person that's representing them also represented it represented jerry siegel and joe schuster mm-hmm. for or represented them when they were looking for uh, termination against DC for Superman. Okay. And failed. Mm-hmm. Against this other attorney who is now representing Disney and Marvel for these ones. Mm-hmm. So they're going at it again. So would that just mean that Marvel would lose ownership. those characters? They would lose ownership, so Disney would own them as well. No, no the uh the ownership of the character if this if this goes through and is successful the ownership mm-hmm. of the characters would go back to the creators of those characters or their heirs okay but if it gotcha. fails then marvel keeps ownership copyright like copyright ownership mhm gotcha okay that makes sense so there it looks like there's been a few different times where this kind of stuff has popped up but mm. And again, this is this is me just reading and skimming over some stuff. So, do not take this as gospel truth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what I've found so far. Right. Huh. Well, interesting. All right. Yeah. Uh, but I guess going from one franchise to another. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. We're going from Marvel over to the Harry Potter franchise, where we now have an official official release date and mm. title for the third Fantastic Beasts movie. Okay. So it looks like it was previously in a July 15th slot, but okay. as of right now, they have set the release date for April 15th of 2022, which is okay. Easter weekend. And it is going to be called Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. All right. So... Have you seen the other, like, have you seen both? Yes. So, I liked the first one a lot. The second one, I hated. I didn't hate it. I just don't really have uh, an urgency to watch it again. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But, yes, I feel I feel like it kind of went off the rails a bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the first one was, was just a fun time. It was, yeah, definitely. You know, it, was, it was a nice expansion on the Harry Potter universe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of giving us more of a backstory of somebody we had heard about in the, you know, eight Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that second one just kind of, I don't know. It, mm, I, it was very, very forgettable for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even remember exactly a lot of stuff that happened in it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember there was a scene where basically they were looking out of a window in a castle or something like that. But that's about all I remember of the second movie, quite honestly. <laughs> or what no, I remember. There was um, the the guy from the first one and his now wife. Uh, oh, I, I think the, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the, the mind reader. Yep, yep, yep. Um, where they were like walking in and fighting because she had basically drugged him multiple mm-hmm. times. And remember there was being, there was a fight there about those two, but that's about that's it. Right. Yep. What I remember is the beginning being like Grindelwald breaking out of the prison was awesome. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like, so it would just be that scene of him on that carriage riding away in the lightning and stuff was awesome looking. And then I just remember the rest of it being kind of just eh, lackluster. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, they're definitely hoping to have a pretty good, uh, debut for this movie on Easter weekend Mm -hmm. because, well, let's just kind of go through some of the previous ones that have for, for Warner brothers, I should say, this is for Warner brothers. Now, uh, things that have premiered on Easter weekend, Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. uh, which was you know 166 million dollars opening weekend. Yep. Clash of the Titans was 61 million dollars. Uh, Ready Player One, 47 million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then Godzilla vs Kong, which was 48 million dollars over five days. But that was also you know again, kind of right as everything was opening up, and mm-hmm. you know it was available same day on HBO Max. Right. Um, where this movie will not be it it will be purely theatrical as mm-hmm. of right now and it will not be available on hbo max until later on right okay so we'll have to we'll have to see most definitely i mean hopefully oh. it's better yeah and then i forgot the other thing i was going to say with this one is this is the one where they replaced johnny depp oh that's right with mads mickelson mm-hmm. so now instead of having and an American Grindelwald with an Englishish accent. Mm-hmm. We are now going to have a Dane Grindelwald. I like it. I do like me some Mads Mikkelsen, though. Oh, I love me some Mads Mikkelsen. That's pretty great. Yeah. Ah, so, uh, but yeah, yeah. So I guess going from, I'm using that segue a lot. I apologize. We're just, we're just, uh, we're just gonna magic ourselves away from from the Harry Potter franchise into mm-hmm. another another franchise kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you could say uh apparently Netflix has bought the rights to Roald Dahl's books okay so that would be things like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or The Witches or the BFG you know mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff uh James and the Giant Peach Oh, I would love to see a new James and the Giant Peach movie. Me too. Ooh, okay. Uh, but yes, so basically Netflix will control what happens to them in publishing as well as TV and film. And they'll receive the royalties for it as well. Uh, okay. they, haven't, they haven't said how much they bought it for. Like that hasn't been released. But in 2019 alone... Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like the roll down roll sorry roll doll story company mm-hmm. which had the ownership and was run by roll doll's grandson luke kelly uh earned about 26 million pounds in revenue from the author's work so that's wow. you know like stage deals and movie deals and tv mm-hmm. shows and republishing of the books and all of that kind of stuff oh wow okay and so like i mean it kind of makes sense that netflix would want something like this because they are they are making a screen adaptation of Matilda the musical, which mm-hmm. I think we've talked about on the podcast before, um, which I think is either it, it still is or it was over on the West End in England there, West End of London. So the the stage show, I think that's kind of where it started out. If I remember correctly, I could be completely wrong. Um, but uh, any of our listeners over in that area, feel free to correct me uh, over on Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing or Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that at Movies Are Thing. L- please, again, let me know if I'm wrong. Please correct me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Netflix has bought the Roll Doll Story Company. 
that's awesome i just can't believe how big netflix has gotten over the years it's just crazy it is very crazy and kind of scary not gonna lie mm-hmm. oh i know but i don't know we'll, we'll see how this all goes like i just hope they don't end up getting rid of movie theaters in general because I, I i still like that experience i i honestly don't see movie theaters disappearing in our lifetime mm-hmm. uh the only reason i say that is because i mean it it is an experience they might they might change they might you know start to include more stuff but mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like movie theaters in some way shape or form will always have a place because i mean look at look at drive-ins true yeah i mean they they had a huge heyday mm-hmm. and then they almost completely died off but there were still some around that were hanging on and living and now they i mean even before the pandemic they started to gain popularity again they did yeah so i mean you know again i just feel like movie theaters yes if they want to be the ones that do stay open they will have to change and adapt but movie theaters as a whole will not cease to exist if that helps at all (laughs) it makes me feel a little bit better because like i just love that experience so much and i Mm -hmm. and i want people to experience that too and continue to right right maybe not experience like you know the the wood back chairs or anything like that yeah that's in the past but yeah (laughs) you know get some get some nice uh reclining heated seats oh yeah Uh, right (laughs) (laughs) or just some nice you know nice uh cushiony chair reclining seats with uh foot rests that go all Mm -hmm. the way to the floor so that when they extend out they're not cutting off the circulation of your legs right in your calves not that i have any experience in that or anything but (laughs) well yeah you're tall and lanky uh that that's the one thing i don't like about the recliners that are in a lot of theaters nowadays Mm -hmm. is that they they literally like cut into my calves because my my feet hang over the edge by so much sure right (laughs) stupid lanky legs i know Uh, i'm i'm shorter than you and i still have that problem so i get you okay okay uh well you know who probably doesn't have that problem i mean or he does i don't know he lives his own life is right. randall park uh-huh. who <laughs> who in our next news is back for aquaman 2 sweet so aquaman in the lost kingdom will have randall park back as uh oh what was uh, dr stephen shin mm-hmm. who apparently is going to be locate or obsessed with locating aquaman's home world of atlantis okay so uh I don't, I don't want to get too much into some of the story beats that seem to have permeated into this article, mm-hmm. but I am, I am, I am ready for this. But yeah, so we, uh, we will, we will have the connecting force between DC and Marvel, uh, back for Aquaman too. <laughs> I like it. Uh, <sighs> but that, that's about the, the movie, the movie news that we had. There we go. That's the mm-hmm. words I'm looking for. Uh, Travis, did you have any other movie news you wanted to go over? Uh, no, I do not. All right, then. Well, let's go ahead and hop into some trailers. Woo! The first one that we have Mm -hmm. is Licorice Pizza. I am very confused. I am very confused, too. But this is is the new one by Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, Punch Drunk Drunk Love, Boogie Nights. Yep. You know, all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, There Will Be Blood. He directed yes. that, too. That's such a good movie. Uh, so, basically, I honestly I honestly don't even know where to start with this one. <laughs> it's like, this kid is trying to get a girlfriend, mm-hmm. but he's also an actor, and he gets a girlfriend through that, but there are other people that come into the mix and she ends up like leaving him for somebody some other people or something and then i i don't know yeah it just seems very weird but like it looks good it does so it says set in the 1970s san Mm. fernando valley 
The film follows a high school student who is also a successful child actor. I never got that from the trailer, but okay. All right. Well, I mean, he was in that play or whatever. I mean, he was, he had, right? He had the, uh, the, the boyfriend of Barbara Streisand. Streisand. Yep. <laughs> Streisand. Sand. Sand. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that part kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I saw... So, yeah. Okay, so that was Sean Penn in there. Yep. Sean Penn was in there. Uh, Bradley Cooper, obviously, mm-hmm. as the, the boyfriend of Barbara Streisand. Sand. Streisand. Yep. <laughs> Streisand. Sand. Sand. Uh, <laughs> uh, I apologize. Uh, we got uh, John C. Riley's in there, too. Tom Waits. Maya Rudolph. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't really have names for their characters. Mm-hmm. Except for Bradley Cooper, right? Uh, but yeah, I might have to see. I might have to see another trailer before before seeing this movie. I just want to know what's going on, right? <laughs> right. Because that trailer is just a cluster of just a bunch of things going on, and I'd like some stability. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, it looks like it's getting a limited release, uh, Thanksgiving. And then my okay. guess is more of a, a wide release closer to Christmas. Okay. That's yeah. my guess. Yeah, th- that definitely seems like a Christmas movie. <laughs> but whatever, it's all good. <laughs> well, we'll see how it all goes. We'll see how it exactly. all goes. Exactly, we will. Uh, the next trailer that we have mm-hmm. is The Tragedy of Macbeth. Which is the solo... Isn't it his solo... Uh, it's a solo project because he doesn't have his brother with him. Yeah, yeah. So this one is adapted for the screen and directed by Joel Cohen. Yep. Okay. Uh, one of one of the Cohen brothers. Mm-hmm. So we got it. Uh, we got Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. As Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francis McDormand is in there. Brendan Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Melling. Yep. Uh, speaking of Harry Potter franchise. Right. <laughs> um, it looks very artsy. It looks very artsy and also black and white. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is in black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be in theaters December 25th and on Apple TV January 14th because it is an Apple TV uh, production mm-hmm. from Joel Cohen. When the trailer... St- okay. When the trailer started, did you get any sort of feeling that it was almost like you were watching that trailer in The Last Action Hero for when uh, Arnold is playing... uh, Macbeth? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. I was just waiting for, like, guns to come in or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Like, are they going to go that route with this or what? But nope. <laughs> right. It's artsy fartsy. Well, it looks, like, it looks like a passion project. It really does. It does. Definitely. So we'll see how it all goes. Most definitely. Uh, we also have another. Well, this, this next one is actually just a teaser. Mm-hmm. But it was presented during uh, Netflix had a whole presentation thing as well. Where they right. showed a lot of different stuff coming in, mm-hmm. but Extraction Two has been teased. It sure you watched, has been. You watched Extraction One, the first Extraction, right? I ha- no, I haven't. I thought you did. That was Alan. Oh, that was Alan, wasn't it? Yep. And he really enjoyed it. He did, yeah. And since I now know what happens at the end of it, I don't need to see the first one. Right. <laughs> so don't watch the teaser if you haven't watched the first one. But right. Yep. I mean, I kind of, I kind of figured that that was going to happen, anyway, since Extraction Two, mm-hmm. it's going to have a little bit of a spoiler for the end of the first Extraction movie. Sure, <laughs> but I, I didn't think of that. But uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, again, this is just a teaser. It's not an actual trailer or anything like that. But I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see how how this one goes, and to try to keep from spoiling anything. I think that that's where I'm going to leave it exactly right but uh yes there there is that out there and if you have watched the first one and you want to see the teaser trailer for the second one it is out there Mm-hmm. you just have to believe exactly <laughs> Ooh, spooky so 
going from an action kind of teaser trailer to a little bit of a comedy trailer for something that's going to be releasing pretty darn soon here. Before you start, I gave you the perfect segue on that because I said spooky and I you didn't know. go up on it. I did. And I I'm didn't, a little disappointed. I didn't look at the next thing until just now. So <laughs> oh, my, mind, my mind was more on the uh, the X-Files theme there. I gotcha. No worries. <laughs> because I had made the joke uh, um, like I want to believe or something like that. Yeah. 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 So that that's where my mind was. My mind wasn't thinking ahead to the next trailer of Muppets yeah, Haunted a- Mansion trailer that we have now. <laughs> <laughs> but then you turned it into a good segue there, though. Oh, well, thank you. Yep. Thank you. It was kind you, of bro. bad, but I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but we do have <laughs> we do have the Muppets Haunted Mansion, which is mm-hmm. going to be coming to Disney Plus. So this one this one will be streaming mm-hmm. uh, October eighth, and this is not. The Haunted Mansion movie that we were talking about last week? Correct, it is not. Uh, it is a Muppets movie. It sure is. Based around the Haunted Mansion. Uh-huh. With Fozzie Bear as the Hatbox ghost. <laughs> uh, I had a good some, chuckle. And some very, very interesting teeth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Miss Piggy is Madame Pagoda. Yep. <laughs> so her head is floating around in a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Will Arnett. That's his name. Yep. We had Lego Batman uh, as, <laughs> I don't know, butler or something like that in the in the house. Who knows? We'll see how it all goes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I kind of want to watch it. I'm a sucker for the Muppets. Mm-hmm. I will watch this for sure. <laughs> the Muppets are kind of fantastic. Oh, they sure are. And they never, like, no matter how old we get, they will always be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was yes. trying to remember a joke that I had heard in there, but I can't really think of it right now. I was trying to remember the one from Fozzie. He said some sort of a pun. and uh, What's that? He, I, I, in the trailer, like, when Fozzie's talking, mm-hmm. uh, he says, like, a pun. To go with like spooky or something like that, but I don't remember what it is. Well, he he, he was in front of a bunch of ghosts, and he says, "Don't mm. you have anything better than to boo me?" Yep. <laughs> waka waka waka. <laughs> Usually, I'm worried about dying up here, but it looks like you beat me to it. Yep. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> Although, did Kermit's voice seem off to you? It did a little bit. I don't know. It, like obviously, obviously, it's not Jim Henson. Obviously, mm-hmm. but did they? Did Kermit get a new voice? I'm not entirely sure. I was trying to think back to to like of like Muppets Most Wanted and the Muppets mm-hmm. to kind of remember the voice, and I don't. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so it looks like well, obviously it was Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. And then it was Steve Whitmire. Okay. And then he was fired in 2017 for some reason. Sad. And then okay. Matt Vogel took over. That explains the chain. And but that was 2017. Okay, so that's not current. All right. But I think I think he is the current voice actor of Kermit the Frog, the current Kermit, if you Kermit will. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. Hey ho. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, although it does not have Muppets Haunted Mansion on here. Hold on. Oh, Ed Asner's in this one, too. Oh, that's right. Oh, that makes me sad. Okay, so, yeah. Why does it not have that on here? Interesting. So, on the Muppets Haunted Mansion IMDb page, it has Matt Vogel listed as Kermit the Frog. But on Matt Vogel's IMDb page, it does not have Muppets Haunted Mansion. Huh, okay. So it's a conspiracy. Interesting. Oh, and apparently... So, Matt Vogel was Big Bird and the Count. Uh, uh, uh. Before taking over Kermit the Frog here. (laughs) Hey-ho, Kermit the Frog here. Speaking of Sesame Street, did you know that they're making another Sesame Street movie? Yeah, they are? I'm excited, yeah. 
I did not know that. I did not know that either until I was looking at the new year for movies, like what's coming out, and it's slated for for January. Hmm. And it makes sense since HBO. Oh yeah, I guess. Owns the rights. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is it is it a is a uh, gritty retelling of how Oscar the Grouch became Oscar the Grouch? Uh, that was the best thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, yes. So, I we might we might have to watch this one when it premieres on October eighth. When is that? Is that that's a Friday? Okay, that is that is a Friday. Good. Okay. We're not doing the you know Marvel Wednesday release whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it's Muppet Friday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Marvel Wednesday Muppet Friday. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the last of the trailers that we have for this mm-hmm. week is actually a movie that we've talked about before that we had a teaser trailer for mm-hmm. that we wanted to see how everything would, would go once we finally hear the main character talk. Right. And that is Spencer, mm-hmm. which is Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. Yep. And wow. Yeah. That's pretty spot on. She, I mean, I mean Coming from an American, yes, it, it, yeah. it seems pretty pretty spot on for you know look and and some mannerisms and things like that from mm-hmm. what I remember seeing of mm-hmm. Princess Diana. Right, but I'm sure to people over in the UK are probably gonna shun this movie, but that's okay. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, if if there's a uh, Anybody over in the UK listening right now to the podcast? I mean, by all means, let us know. You have, you have a a bit more, more intimate knowledge of, uh, I guess the the situation and kind of if you would want this kind of movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Let us know. You know, if 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 you're looking forward to this, if you think it shouldn't have been made, if you think it's the wrong casting choice, uh, if you think it's an amazing casting choice, let us know. Over at uh, Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing or Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At Movies Are A Thing. We would love to hear from you. We would definitely. And like, who knows? If it's really good, we might even talk about it on the podcast. (laughs) Who knows? So that finishes off our trailers for the week. Mm -hmm. And now I think it's about time that we go to the movies premiering this week. Spa. Let's do it. <laughs> Alrighty. Perfect. The first movie that we have is The Many Saints of Newark, which is rated R. Mm-hmm. Young Anthony Soprano is growing up in one of the most tumultuous eras in Newark's history, becoming a man just as a rival gangsters begin to rise up and challenge the all-powerful DeMeo crime family's hold over the increasingly race-torn city. Caught up in the changing times is the uncle he idolizes, Dickie M- Moltisanti, who struggles to manage both his professional and personal responsibilities and whose influence over his impressionable nephew will help make the teenager into the all-powerful mob boss will later come to know Tony Soprano. IMDb has this one at a 7.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 75% and Metacritic is sitting at a 66. Hmm, okay. Don't worry, I can pronounce names. No, you're good. <laughs> I, I would have had difficult time saying that one too, so it's right. all good. So, this is this is the one where um, we do we do have Michael Gandolfini as Tony Soprano, mm-hmm. who is James Gandolfini's son. Yep, and is also playing his young James Gandolfini's younger version of himself mm-hmm. in this movie. So, I think it works. Most definitely. I feel like I'm going to have to watch the series first and then watch this movie. Right. Right. To really get everything. So I think I might have to do that first. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of the one thing that is going to st- stop me from watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Besides time. Uh, <laughs> right. But basically, yeah. It, it feel, I feel like in order to appreciate this movie, you would have to have watched the series mm-hmm. which i have not yeah neither have i mainly because i didn't grow up with hbo so <laughs> i just haven't watched it yet but now you have hbo max now i have hbo max so you I, could i could i could also go and watch all of the looney tunes stuff you sh- yes you could <laughs> and, 
and watching Animaniacs. You know, and Animaniacs. Well, yeah, because that, well, that's Warner, that's Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And the Warner sister Dot. Yep. <laughs> oh, and, oh, and Pinky and the Brain. Oh, yes. Hey, did you know Yeah. that one is a genius and the other is insane? I did. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Because <laughs> they Narf. are Pinky. Narf. <laughs> hey, Pinky, what are we going to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try, Try to, to take, take over, the, over world. the world. Try to take over the world. <laughs> okay, but yes, many scenes of Newark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I unfortunately will not be watching it. I want to. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty good, but I have not seen The Sopranos yet. So yeah, I need to do that yep. first. Me too. Yes. <sighs> okay, next movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is The Addams Family 2, which is rated PG. Everyone's favorite spooky family is back. In this all-new movie, we find Morticia and Gomez distraught that their children are growing up, skipping family dinners, and totally consumed with scream time. To reclaim their bond, they decide to cram Wednesday, Pugsley, Uncle Fester, and the crew into their haunted camper and hit the road for one last miserable family vacation. Their adventure across America takes them out of their element and into hilarious run-ins with their iconic cousin, It, as well as many new kooky characters. What could possibly go wrong? IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. I am not expecting it to have a very high score when, yeah, they, do, when they do get um, the scores in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the voice cast is back from the first they one. They are. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, so that's why they got to use that song. Uh, okay, so Oscar Isaac is Gomez. Mm-hmm. Charlize mm-hmm. Theron is Morticia. Yep. Chloe Grace Moretz is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Nick Kroll is Uncle Fester. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javon Juana Walton is Pugsley. Okay. So they recast Pugsley because I believe the actor from the first movie probably grew a little too old. And voice, oh, sure. you know, voice changing, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bette Midler is Grandma. Uh, Snoop Dogg is It. Cousin yep. It. <laughs> which, if you watch the trailer, they actually use Snoop Dogg's song when <laughs> yeah, It shows up. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and I was very confused until I saw this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's how they got the rights to the song. And that's why they decided to play that song on a family movie. Right. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, yeah, so Finn Wolfhard was Pugsley Adams in the first one. Mm-hmm. But could not reprise his role due to his voice changing. So Javon Wana Walton was cast as Pugsley Adams. Gotcha, okay. And, you know, he's pretty pretty busy nowadays, Finn Wolfhard is. Oh yeah, for sure. Just a, just a little bit. Just a wee bit. Just a tiny little bit. What with, you know, It and Stranger Things and Pinocchio yeah. and Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and... Yeah, he's he's got a full plate. Yes, he does. Oh, and apparently Carmen Sandiego, the TV series as well. Oh, okay. Where in the world is Carmen, Carmen Sandiego? Sandiego? So that uh, TV short, or not TV short, but like, I don't even know what you would call it, but... They remade The Princess Bride, like home, they call it home movie The Princess Bride, mm-hmm. which they called a serialized remake of The Princess Bride told in short chapters featuring celebrities at home during quarantine. And the reason I bring that up mm-hmm. is because Finn Wolfhard played uh, Inigo Montoya nice. in one of the episodes. Okay. And so did John Cho, mm-hmm. Javier Bardem. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Brian Cranston, for an episode, played Count Rugen. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Rob Rainer, or yeah, Rob Reiner, played the grandfather in three episodes. Uh, Seth Rogen played Miracle Max for an episode. Sha- uh, Shaquille O'Neal played Fezzik for an episode. Okay. Uh, Christopher Mintz-Pease, or plays, 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 plaze. Mm-hmm. McLovin played Wesley for an episode. <laughs> Sam Rockwell played Wesley for an episode. Okay. Uh, Dave Batista played Fezzik for an episode. Oh, weird. Okay. 
Neil Patrick Harris played Wesley for an episode. That's great. Okay. Chris Pine played Wesley for an episode. Really? Sophie Turner and Jack Black both played Wesley for an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Elwes played Prince Humperdinck for an episode. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pedro Pascal played Inigo Montoya for an episode. I mean, this, this list, holy cow. Wow. Uh, James Vanderbeek played Pins Up for an episode. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay, I I kind of want to find that now. But Adam's Family 2, no thank you. Travis? I never saw the first one, so I have no... I have no intention of seeing it. The live-action Adam's Family movies are my movies, and I will stick with that. I kind of wanted to see the first one because, I mean, it looked like an interesting take on mm-hmm. it and i mean oscar isaac you know chloe grace moretz charlie uh, charlie's theron mm-hmm. finn wolfhard pretty pretty good cast you know pretty good cast oh, oh yeah definitely so i wanted to see it but i never got a chance to but mm-hmm. this one i just i uh, mm, mm. adam family values all the way yep exactly uh, <laughs> so that brings us to our last movie of the night of the day of the podcast, of the evening, of the morning, whenever you're listening to it, really. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and that is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which is rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. Venom is back, and together with Eddie Brock, face off against Cletus Cassidy and Carnage. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one either. Yes, please. <sighs> yes, please. <laughs> Oh, that, that's a red one. <laughs> For this movie, thank you, sir. I will have another. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yes, so we have Tom Hardy, obviously back, as mm-hmm. Eddie Brock, Venom, and the voice of Venom. Mm-hmm. We have Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. We sure with, do. Without, without a wig this time. Yep. <laughs> uh, I am... I am ready for this. It's gonna be good. Uh, Reed Scott is back. Mm-hmm. Right? He was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He was the boyfriend in the first one. He is Doctor yeah. Dan Lewis. Yep. Uh, and then Michelle Williams, Williams is back as well. Yep. So they haven't. I, I'm happy for this. They haven't really given a lot away with the movie. Mm-hmm. Which I am super happy about. Right. You know, I, I saw the trailer. The trailer got me hyped mm-hmm. for this movie. And that's all I want from a trailer. I don't want the entire storyline. I don't want spoilers. I just want enough to be hyped. Oh, and I this, know. this did it for me. It did for me, too. And I will agree with you. Trailers nowadays, they give away way too much in stuff. And the, the trailer for... Let there be carnage. They don't show a whole lot, which makes me happy. Right. I mean, they they might. So I feel like comic book movies nowadays are getting a lot better at this. Yeah. Because if you look at, well, I mean, even if you look back to Infinity War, Mm -hmm. you know, spoilers for Infinity War in the trailer, they had a, 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 a segment Mm -hmm. post snap. If you remember in the trailer was, Tony Stark with like an orange sunset behind him just mm-hmm. he- facing his hands like what just happened and that was after the snap mm-hmm. but we didn't know that oh, until right. we watched the movie mm-hmm. and so they might they might have some stuff in the trailer here that is kind of spoilery I guess but they hide it yep and that's the art of a good trailer right Along with music selection. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, I am, I, I am ready to be back with, with Eddie Brock and Venom and their, their nerdy dorky selves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let, let's, let's take on some carnage. Exactly. Let there be carnage. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so that was the last movie that we had for this week. Okay. Travis? Yes. Did you have anything else that you would like to say? Uh, or I, I guess do not. which which movie, which movies are you going to try to watch? 
Venom and only Venom. <laughs> because I, mean, I that's have kind of a silly lo- question. Yeah, I've got a long way to get through the the Sopranos before I even see the Many Saints in Newark. So uh, right, right. It's gonna be a while for that. So yes, Carnage for sure. And Adam's family, no. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Okay. Well, I think I'm right there with you. Venom, yes. Many Saints of Newark, maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. Adam's family, nah. With that being said, please visit us at Facebook, facebook.com slash movies are thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, that's just anything like that at movies are thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there as well. Other than that, Travis. Yes. Anything else? Nothing, sir. In that case, I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. Cue the drum. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Let me just double check something here quick. Okay. Classic. It never fails. Are you playing Smash? Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Puns. Smash that like button. Uh, (laughs) So, uh... So now we now we have a uh, oh where is he from? Dutch? <laughs> yeah, Denmark. Dutch? Danish. Dutch? Dutch. Danish? <laughs> what are people from Denmark called? Danes. Okay. Danes. Okay, so people from Denmark are Danes. Things from Denmark are Danish. Dutch has nothing <laughs> to do with Denmark. Please do not use Danish as a noun. <laughs> you tell them. I almost thought I wanted, like a limerick there for a second. Yeah, you did. The people from Denmark are Danes. The things that are from Denmark are Danish. <laughs> I love it. And please do not use Danish as a noun. <laughs> I'm so upset at how well that works. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. What's that? Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Hmm. 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 Don't give him hope. No. Uh, I'm no. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was good. Do you think so in South Korea? <laughs> Greenland, she'll be singing the blues Well, they never Arkansas her steel <laughs> <laughs> All right uh, Let's see here I told short Aha Rob Rainer <laughs> Rob Schneider is <laughs> It just sounds so It just sounds so similar to that Makes me think of it Yeah yeah. Hit the microphone. Uh, so <laughs> yes. You sounded like you hurt yourself during the outro there. No, I was just stretching. Oh, okay. And, and I was halfway halfway channeling my uh, Pee Wee Herman death scene in, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> Kicking the wall, yeah. looking back, making sure they're paying attention. They're going back. To- <laughs> Apparently, Paul Rubens was trying to crack the rest of the cast, but they just kept really? it all together. Okay, and that's why that ended up in the movie. That's so good.
<laughs> oh, it's great. So good. So good. So good. Sweet Caroline. Ba -ba -ba. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, do you remember the name of the uh young is still there? Travis has gone away. How rude. How very rude. I I'm can't back. believe I'm sorry. Travis would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I let my phone go into sleep mode in my gotcha, bed. Gotcha, gotcha. Um but okay. Uh I should really go to bed. Alright, sounds good, man. You have yourself a good woman. You too. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. We will reconvene next week. All right. Goodbye. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.